Beyond the Challenges is a podcast where executives in the insurance and financial services industry share their insights and experiences. Hosts Kevin and Sandy Doherty talk with today's top business leaders about what keeps them up at night and the biggest opportunity organizations can capitalize on today. We encourage you to listen, share, and subscribe to our program. Kevin and Sandy Doherty each have over 20 years of experience in insurance and financial services, corporate leadership, and executive search. They are the owners of Global Corporate Solutions and Global Corporate Leaders. Global Corporate Solutions partners with organizations to gain efficiencies and contain costs. Global Corporate Leaders partners with organizations to enhance and evaluate talent. Beyond the Challenges podcast is sponsored by Exactuals, perfecting payments and the data driving them. Welcome to Beyond the Challenges. Here are your hosts, Kevin and Sandy. Welcome to Beyond the Challenge. We have spent the last year talking to some of the most influential and forward-thinking leaders in the insurance marketplace. Their perspectives have been very well received by our audience, and we thought it was time to put together some of our favorite guests to see what they thought about some of the hot topics. In this episode, you will hear from David Levinson, President and CEO for Limra and LL Global, Reno Bianfornio, President and CEO, RBC Life Company, John Stenberg, EVP, Individual Life for Symmetra, Tom Hegna, President, TomHegna.com, and Bill Wheeler, President, Athene Holdings. During our interviews, we asked our guests what they thought about the future of insurance regulations and compliance as we know it today. Let's start with Dave Levinston had to say. You know, I left the insurance industry in 2012 when I ran the wealth management business for the Hartford. And compliance and the regulatory regime was pretty complicated then. It's two to three times more complicated today. I think one of the most fundamental challenges is that there's so many things to focus on, right, from a regulatory perspective. So there's privacy, there's cybersecurity, there's so many new things that are coming out. So you still have all the old things. Now you have all the new things and the regulators have to catch up. They have to catch up to, wow, zero interest rate potentially, right? Do our regulations reflect zero interest rate? Or cybersecurity wasn't a concern 10 years ago. Now it's a huge concern. And then you compound that with the fact that you've got state regulation and federal regulation and international regulation. And while you have wonderful organizations like the NAIC that try to bring so much of this together, there are still a lot of states that want to do things their own way. And for companies that operate in 50 states, it can become really challenging. So the punchline is, I don't see it becoming less complicated over the next several years. I see it as complicated or more complicated. And I think that's, that's a challenge for companies, especially small companies. David thinks that regulation and compliance is going to continue to get more complicated over the next few years. He thinks that there are so many things to focus on from a regulatory perspective that the regulations have to catch up. Some of the things he thinks will make it more complicated are privacy, cybersecurity, and zero interest rates, compounded with state regulations 
federal regulations and international regulations. He feels that new regulations could be especially challenging for smaller companies. Now it's time to hear what Tom Hagnett has to say. I think they're all going to the best interest. It's going to be some type of fiduciary standard. And everybody kind of points at the insurance industry that there were bad players that just sold annuities and did bad things with insurance products. I can point to the investment side and show you many investment type advisors who even claim to be fiduciaries who aren't using annuities or long-term care or life insurance. They're not fiduciaries. They're fake fiduciaries. So I think on both sides, the investment side and the insurance side, it needs to come together. And again, Let's let math and science determine what the best course is. Instead of having, you know, 50 different advisors with 50 different opinions, that's not in the best interest of clients. So I think you're going to find things are going to come a little tighter. And the whether person's in the insurance side or in the investment side, they're going to have very similar solutions because that's what math and science dictates. Tom thinks that most regulations will be based on best interest for the client with similar regulations for both insurance agents and financial advisors. That's right. He says, let's let the math and science determine what the best course is instead of having 50 different opinions of best interests. Let's see what Reno thinks. Yeah, I mean, look, this is a very timely topic as well. Regulations plays a fundamental and active role in our future. And really in all aspects of our business from beginning to end, from marketing and distribution through the claims and everything in between, back office operations, everything. Certainly a key focus of our regulators in Canada has been around fair treatment of customers. And while that is a a focus for them, it's also driven a bunch of other areas for greater oversight by our regulators. And so that includes things like advisor compensation practices accountabilities for oversight of distribution and licensing and so on. So those are some of the areas they're they're focused on. I would say that that it's evolving as well. Like some of the expectations of our regulators are very clearly defined. Like around things like privacy, it's very clear or around licensing requirements. Those are very clear requirements. And then there's other areas like around technology, around data around, say, use of artificial intelligence and underwriting or something. Those are areas where I'd say insurance companies are progressing ahead of specific regulations or guiding principles from the regulators. So I think what that does is it gives the companies in the industry an opportunity to work with the the regulators, you know, in an effort to kind of drive a meaningful set of rules that, that for sure protect consumers. I mean, they have to be treated fairly, of course while also allowing for innovation and, you know, within products and companies to meet customer needs. I'd say as well, maybe to end on regulation, you know, in Canada and really in most places around the world, no discussion around compliance is complete without mentioning IFRS 17, which is a huge change in kind of the accounting regime globally and a significant focus on many, many insurers globally. The story is not written on that yet. It doesn't come live for at least a couple, for about a couple of years now. But I would say the implications of it could be quite far-reaching and could have significant impacts on the products and services that companies offer today. So those are, those are some thoughts around regulation and compliance. Reno agrees with Tom that the focus of future regulations will most likely be around the fair treatment of clients. He also thinks 
that we will see greater regulations around advisor compensation, oversight of distribution, and licensing. What I found interesting was his remarks around regulations, around technology, data, and the use of artificial intelligence. It will be interesting to see how new regulations work with emerging technology and new innovation. Let's see what John Stenberg had to say. There are probably four key items that will be the focus of the ACLI and the regulatory bodies over the next few years. And only one of them really will be heavily driven by the party leadership. The first is illustration regulations. That's something that we seem to have trouble getting right as industry and in cooperation with the regulatory bodies, making sure the illustrations are understandable and we reduce the risk of differences between what the illustration shows and reality in the future. The second will be racial inequity. It's something that was obviously given the 2020 uh, events, something that's on everyone's mind and certainly the regulators. And so we want to do in working with the regulators is making sure that we do a good review to make sure there's no bias and discrimination within our, our policies, particularly underwriting policies, without harming the very technology which is going to help drive closing the coverage gap in lower income population. The next is DOL, obviously. DOL is something that will have it be impacted by the party leadership. We don't know if it will be Department of Labor, but it's something that looks and feels like DOL. We're expecting a lot of conversation around that over the next four years. And we want to make sure that that work on the regulatory side does not harm and increase the coverage gap which is, you know, is what we're concerned about. And then lastly, we really need discussions with our regulatory bodies around regulatory modernization, where we need them to embrace innovation within our industry. We need them to give us relief on some things that, for example, force us to drive paper on one hand, but on the other hand, we have environmental regulations and desires to be more efficient and better for the environment, and digital is good for that. And we have, we have conflicting regulations and conflicting regulatory concerns in those areas. And so modernizing our regulatory system is a conversation we need to drive with our regulators. John sees four key items that will be the focus of new regulations. Illustration regulations, racial equality, best interests of the client, and technology. With John's work with the ACLI, he has a front row seat to what the regulators are looking at. He gave us very detailed account of the why behind the regulations he sees coming up in the near future. Let's see what our final guest, Bill Wheeler, had to say. Well, it's probably not going to get better. <laughs> so I don't think we can count on it getting easier. I recently, uh, I was sitting on the board of a company which does a lot of business in Europe called Athora. And Athora has to implement something called IFRS 17, which is a new accounting pronouncement for European insurers. And, you know, the estimate to comply with that for the industry is about $20 billion. And they think bigger companies, it will cost them $200 million a piece to just comply with the new accounting reg. And everybody involved sort of thinks this is a good idea, <laughs> which is kind of amazing to me. So that's the attitude of the regulators is we are going to continue to and the accounting standards boards and all that. We're going to continue to... Uh, tell you what to do, no matter how much it costs, no matter how impractical it might seem. So that's tough. I think also, 
On the flip side, you know, something like the best interest situation that the Biden administration seems to be reviving, you know, the industry had kind of prepared itself to adopt that anyway, you know, before Trump got elected. And so I think having to go back and do it again, I mean, I think of our own situation, I don't think we feel like it's going to be that big a deal to adopt. But some of these regulations seem to be not very practical, but sometimes I think they're going to be good for consumers. And I think that's a positive. So it's a mixed bag. And, you know, the industry is very engaged with the regulatory community in trying to push back, trying to get the regulators to the right answer, but it's difficult. I love the way Bill put it. He said, it's probably not going to get better and we can count on it not getting any easier. He does agree with most of our panel that best interest is going to be here to stay. And most carriers have been preparing for that to happen. One of the repeating themes I heard from many of our guests was that carriers need to plan for tighter regulations and that best interest regulation will be part of what is to come. I really enjoyed going back and listening to our past interviews. I always find something new that I missed the first time, and today was no different. I agree. I always pick up at least one more tip that I missed the first time. Thank you for listening. Please make sure to subscribe and share so we can stay in touch. If you would like to learn more about how global corporate solutions and global corporate leaders can help your organization recruit the best talent, increase your diversity, and save money, please visit our website at www.thegclgroup.com.